Welcome to this special edition of the Library Foundation Community Podcast. This week we are interviewing the new oil. Hello. Hey, hey. Thanks for having me. You're glad you could come and join us. It's uh, it's Sunday, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm betting from your tone you actually live in the. I do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to the proper continent. Thank you for joining. <laughs> no problem. All right, Sandro. Why don't you tell us about what we're here to do? Friends and neighbors, we are gathered here today. You tell tell. So today we are interviewing uh, the new oil who is right here. Uh, and we are asking them questions about uh, their experience of Liboy and uh, just stuff about them and them as a creator. Yeah. That sounds good. Excellent. And also, we encourage everyone involved, if you are listening to the stream or just happen to see the stream pop up, or you are on the Discord server, please come on over to the Discord server and join the live community podcast channel where you can interact with us and our guest live and be and be part of this whole thing. It's always exciting when we have a live audience. You know what? It's yeah. even more exciting when we have a dead audience. They've done fantastic. Yeah, so do you want to leave with the first question next or I was me? gonna I was gonna let I mean go ahead. You know we okay. have we have a live living person who is going to be talking with us about their work and experience. I, I believe that you, as the youngest member of the crew, could take the lead. Okay. So should I ask one of your questions, Lex? Or mine? Dude, make a decision. Call the ball. Okay. I will say um, that how did you discover the library platform? Um, actually, it, uh, it was through my fans. When I started making videos, um, a lot of people said that I should cross-post to Odyssey or, or library and uh, yeah, it was just through them, really. I assume that you started on YouTube? Yes, that's correct. Cool. How did you get started yeah. with, you know, putting a show together in the first place? Because I know uh, there was a time when everybody and their brother really was starting to put stuff together. And uh, yeah, it was very rewarding. And since then, things have changed. What got you started? Well, everything I do with the new oil in terms of like new content, like blogs and, and uh, new platforms and stuff is kind of an experiment. Um, I started doing YouTube mostly. I don't remember how I originally floated the idea, but I think I was talking to Henry from TechLore because uh, we co-host Surveillance Report and we just we were chatting. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned that I was thinking about doing video content. And he was like, dude, you should like there's not enough privacy content like for on video platforms, like on YouTube and stuff. And uh, I was really just kind of tossing it around in my head a lot. And finally, I was just like, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and take a stab at it and uh, been doing it ever since. What Ooh. What about privacy in specific really appeals yep. to you? Because I've, I've looked at you are very passionate. Oh, um, man, that's a good question. No one's ever asked me before. Um, I think for me, it just feels um, I think the two biggest draws for me are it feels very um, it feels very empowering especially the deeper you get into it with like self-hosting and stuff, which of course not everybody has to do, but it just feels very empowering to have control over your data and have control over your security. And it also just feels very safe. You know, it, it, I like the, the feeling of safety of knowing that obviously nothing is unhackable, but it feels really nice knowing that I'm doing the best that I can and I'm kind of taking control over that. Excellent. Was there a, like a specific mm-hmm. event that happened to you? Something that happened to you that was like, what? oh man, I don't want any of that to happen. Um, it was actually a podcast. So long story short, I uh, I was listening to a personal finance podcast. And this is years ago. And they had um, back in the day, uh, some people may know um, the pri- uh, what's he call it now? Privacy, security and OSINT show with Michael Basil um, oh, yeah. back in the day. He used to. Have, yeah, he used to have a co-host back in the day and his co-host was on a personal finance podcast. And I, w- I was listening to it. 
And I remember thinking, you know, he's talking about real basic stuff like uh, securing your accounts, two-factor, stuff like that. And um, I remember just thinking like, man, this guy sounds really knowledgeable. He doesn't sound totally crazy. Uh, let me go ahead and check this out. And uh, so I started listening to their podcast. And I actually distinctly remember the moment that won me over. This was several episodes in. They mentioned the attacker. No, the defender needs to get it right every single time. The attacker only needs to get it right once. And that that statement just hit me like a ton of bricks. And I remember being at the time I was like, I was all in on Google. I was, you know, Google Chrome, Google Search, Gmail, mm -hmm. Google Calendar, the whole thing. And I remember being like, oh, man, they're right. If like anything ever happens to my Google account, I am totally screwed. And so from there, I just kind of branched out and started looking into alternatives. And it just kind of grew from there. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Sandro, over to you. What disadvantages have you found uh, with Library from like the standpoint of being a creator? I found... I mean, so a lot of my experience is exclusive to Odyssey, so I don't know if this is true across any other um, like platforms, but I've found there's a significantly less powerful analytics, which I mean, granted, I think obviously being yeah. a privacy advocate, I think Google collects way too much data on users as it is, but oh, yeah. there's, there's definitely a difference in analytics. I've noticed for the end users, there's some missing features, like, uh, for example, I don't think Odyssey has uh, like subtitles on the videos. Not, not yet. In fact, that no. was one of the things they announced in the upcoming roadmap, supposedly. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, and I figured, you know, it's something that was probably on the radar, but just little things like that. But I mean, overall, it's it's been relatively smooth, especially with the auto sync. That's that's something that does kind of annoy me is the fact that to set up an auto sync, you have to have like so many followers, so many videos, things like that. But there may be a good reason for that. I don't know. I haven't really dug into it. It's because the sync process yeah. is uh, it's kind of expensive in terms of processing because they have to move all the yeah. replicate them. Though I get it. I get that there's a little hurdle. Interesting. There. It's a pain mm -hmm. ass for the rest of us. Absolutely. But yeah, it's probably just because they don't want to spend too much money on uh, just really small creators. I figure that's usually the, the situation with things like that. Interesting. Have, have, yeah. you, How have you found any traction in your audience from, you know, that, from people coming to you through Odyssey, discovering you, or is it mostly otherwhere? You know, to be honest, I don't really know where people discover me. I don't... <laughs> Maybe this is bad, but I, I don't really spend a lot of time looking at those analytics of like where do visitors come from and things like that. And, you know, unless people tell me, which most people don't. But I mean, I, I do seem to have I've got quite a few subscribers there. I haven't checked in a while, but I think it's over a thousand. Um, That's which is pretty good. actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> Truth be told. Yeah. So it, it's definitely been a, a warm reception, you know, and like I said, like people were multiple people were like, hey, man, you should post on Odyssey. So I, I mean, there's clearly a demand there. Right. Does the yep. does the underlying library protocol like with LBC all that crap? Does do you get into that at all, or is your interaction primarily just as a distribution platform? Yeah, truthfully, I don't get into the the cryptocurrency side of it at all. I like the idea behind Web three and the idea of like getting paid for your content, and I also I I see the value of using blockchain as like a censorship censorship circumvention method. But yeah, for me, it's it's purely just for the people that have asked for it. Like here it is. I, I do check the comments and stuff, but yeah, it's mainly just you guys wanted this platform. So here it is. I appreciate you. You're one of my people. That works out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm glad. How have you found like the monetization options on like Liveboy? Because I know you've enabled like monetization on a uh, YouTube. How have you found uh, the amount of LBC you rece you've received in tips and stuff like that? Or even the or even the direct uh, support stuff, since they do that on Odyssey too. Um, the direct support is pretty new. I, to my knowledge, I don't know if anyone's taken advantage of it. I'd have to dig in a little bit deeper and see. 
Actually, I should know that. I just did all my finances for the year. Um, I don't think anyone has yet. But uh, the tokens, I truthfully, like I said, I haven't really dug into them much. I might do that more this year as one of my mm-hmm. like business goals, but I, I haven't really looked into it a lot at all, to be honest. Fair enough. You have anything else there, Sandro, on uh, on your local brain meets? Not really. It's been nice having you. Um, on the- all right, I got one. one. I've got a, a fairly okay. serious I- one. So why oil? Yeah, I was going to say. I'm sorry, like the name? Yeah. Yeah. Where did you get in the name? Why? Why is? Oh, oh. Um. So actually, I wish I could take credit for that one, but it was actually a friend of mine. Um. There's a phrase that says data is the new oil, which is uh, uh-huh. it's it's a commentary on how valuable data has become because we do live nowadays in a data-driven economy where even a lot of uh, a lot of small startups and stuff they'll collect as much data as possible because the idea is number one, storage is cheap. Like, um, oh, yes. I, not not to. Not to get into a tangent, but a lot of people, you know, they'll cite like, well, do you really think the government's recording everything we do? Like, why would they do that? It's like, because you don't understand how astronomically cheap storage is. And um, it, it, there's more that goes into that. But that's that's one reason. Um, yeah. So like storage is cheap. A lot of small startups, they'll collect as much data as they can, because number one, everyone else is doing it. So if they don't mm-hmm. do it, they're losing a competitive edge. Uh, number two, storage is cheap. So it's not like it really costs them anything to do. And number three, they they can monetize it. Either later down the road, they can do it, which is actually what happened with Google. Um, Google originally didn't use all of that data to like personalize results and stuff. Originally, they were just holding on to it because they were like, maybe we'll find something for it later. But even if they don't use it themselves, they can turn around and sell it to you know a, a data broker yeah. or an ad company who can use that data themselves Absolutely. so yep. um yeah um, data data really has become the new oil and my friend came up with that name and uh yeah it was it was him it was a very and, smart move and as an aside as, uh, speaking of data is the new oil uh selling that collected data to artificial intelligence startups who are looking for information to build models off of mm-hmm. now becoming an increasing valuable commodity Oh, yeah. The rise of AI, for better or worse, would not have been possible without the vast amount of data collection we have nowadays, because it takes massive, massive data sets to be able to train it, or at least to be able to train it well. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I know that we asked a question about uh, how you kind of started, like, what made you start uh, making videos? But I wanted to ask, how did you discover, like, tech law, and how did you start uh, collaborating with them? I don't remember exactly how I discovered him. I think I was probably just looking for more podcasts to listen to. I started collaborating with him and I'm not going to lie. It was purely a business decision. I had started doing my own current events podcast. I re- I think he put out an episode um, back in the day. And I, I don't mean this in like a trash talking kind of way, but back in the day, Techler was really bad about being consistent with surveillance report. Yeah. And so he like put out an episode and that reminded me like, oh, yeah, this thing exists. And I noticed he, of course, had a way bigger audience than I did. So I emailed him and I'm like, hey, I've noticed you do this podcast, but I've also noticed you're not really super consistent with it. I've started doing a podcast. What do you think about? Um, I think originally I pitched the idea of like letting me take over and operate like under the tech lore umbrella and kind of make it more consistent. He emailed back and he's like, yeah, you know, let's let's talk. You check my website and um, we spoke a little bit. And originally it was supposed to be like an alternating host thing, but uh, he was like at first. First, we'll do both of us just to kind of like introduce you to people and just that format just kind of stuck, which I think is better, to be honest. A, a lot of people really seem to prefer having more than one host, which I do, too, in a lot of the podcasts I listen to. So, oh, yeah, it I makes, think that was probably it makes the right everything, call. everything easier to have two people that can bandy off of each other. Look, I don't, we don't want to mm-hmm. keep you too long today. Yeah. It's everybody's got stuff to do. It's Sunday. Hey, welcome to people who are understanding what the date is. <laughs> I have one more question. Well, it's not really so much. I'm going to throw the floor open to you, Oil. 
you have an international audience of people you don't normally talk to. If you would like to pimp something, please do. If you would like to pitch something, please do. If you'd just like to tell everybody to fuck off, I would be happy to allow it. Please, the floor is yours. Oh, man. Um, no, I don't really have anything to say other than, uh, you know, if you're interested in privacy, I think if you're new to privacy, I think my website's a, obviously I'm biased, but I think it's a pretty good place to start the new oil.org. That's kind of my thing. Privacy is, is a big thing and everybody should be more interested in it, in my opinion. I think that's all I got. And with yep. that, I think we're going to bring the interview to a close. Uh, if you mm -hmm. guys would like more of this, please join us on Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern here on the Community Podcast Channel right here on Discord, yeah. also streamed live to Odyssey. Sandro's doing his own thing here and there around the world. He's mm -hmm. uh, got some stuff in the <laughs> pipe. I should be, but I'm lazy and haven't stuff. That's a whole yeah. different issue. <laughs> and But we'll talk to you on Friday, assuming something interesting happens between now and then. And uh, New Oil, I would like to thank you. Please come back anytime. Hang out yeah. with us. Enjoy. Enjoy the world. Because, God, we here all the time yeah people right. make i'll, I'll do my best to hang out more thank you so much and with that everybody else mm -hmm. go, go do something with your life it's freaking sunday get out of here